0: This ability to question what if, this ability to say if I go down this life path, then it will be the right or the wrong way. And if it's the wrong way, then there may have been another life path where all my dreams came true, where I was constantly in a space of safety and contentment and abundance. Hello and welcome to another season of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. My name is Emily Chadbourne and this is your safe space to explore how weird it is to be human. Yes, we talk about mindset, manifestation and spirituality, but we do it through the lens of our humanity. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I love you very much. Before we get started, I would just like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, the Boonarong people of the Kulin Nation and I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hi team, Emily Chaborn here, and this is the third time I've recorded this podcast episode. You know when you like observe yourself just getting in your own way, and you're like, get on your kid, look at you procrastinating, overcomplicating, fucking it up left, right and centre, just make it simple. So here I am, making it simple. The reason that I've recorded this twice before is because I just wanted to get it right and I feel like I've got so much to say on this matter and I want to be really, what's the word, like, respectful of other people's opinions and views and experiences and so I tried to map out what I was going to say and I had all these like checklist of points that I wanted to make and whenever I try and structure anything too much I just fall apart like I it's just it doesn't work so I've thrown my notes in the bin they're not even like on the flip of the piece of paper next to me I actually ripped them out the notebook and threw them in the bin And I'm just going to freeball this, which is what I normally do with these podcast episodes. I don't know why I thought I had to do it differently with this one. So here we go. Let's talk about a question that came in on the gram, on my stories. Every Monday, I pop up a little story box and I say, hey, you got a question? And if you do, you can type it in that um, question box and I'll answer it either on stories through my Friday email as a blog or on this poddy. And this question came in and it just said simply, should I have children? And I felt absolutely everything that this Instagrammer was communicating to me in this one really simple question, should I have children? Because it is so nuanced and it is so layered. And whilst I don't know any of the context of this person's life, I understand that the decision whether or not to become a mother, for those of us who are in a privileged enough position to be able to become mothers um, is, it's hard. It's really fucking hard. And it is not black and white. It is never simple. You know, one of the things I've been observing recently on, especially in spaces like TikTok, where there's this kind of like child-free movement of women who just have this singular opinion that living without children is the best thing ever and if you have children you must be some kind of idiot or a slave to the patriarchy or your life must be worse off and then the flip of that the contrast to that the polarity of that the opposition of that is women who are mothers who are just like oh you must be so selfish if you're not having children you know who do you think you are not to have children you'll regret it Who's going to look after you when you're old? And it feels like there are two sides to this argument and you have to choose one of them. And my experience is that I agree with everything and nothing that both of these parties are saying and I stand firmly in the middle of those two camps. I think being a mother and choosing consciously, because a lot of people don't choose it consciously at all, But to consciously choose to become a parent and guide another soul through this pretty fucking hectic life, let's be honest. My God, the bravery and the strength and the commitment and the self-sacrifice that that requires is completely, completely admirable to me. Now, there are people who are without those qualities who choose to have children anyway. And that's a story for another time, right? But for the people who choose it really consciously and really consider it and really think about it, oh my hat off to you. And then I also understand the desire not to have children and not to bring children into the world as it stands right now and to really consider am I in a financial place where's my mental health at where's my emotional support system where's my physical support system you know do I have the internal capabilities and resources to parent well and also do I want to (laughs) do I really want to sacrifice what I currently have Do I want to be that selfless? Do I want to give up my lazy Sunday mornings in bed and my drop of the hat travel and my freedom lifestyle? And everybody is valid and nobody is wrong and nobody is right. And so this conversation just will never have an end and there will never really be a conclusion to it because our mind is so powerful that we get to play and dance in the space of imagination, it's what makes us creative. It's what makes us innovative. It's what means that we have taken over the planet as a species, right? This ability, this superpower to imagine. You know, I wonder if I took this tiger tooth and sharpened it and then used it to cut meat and then used it to you know, separate the meat and the fur and then use that fur to keep myself warm. And if I rub these sticks together, what happens? There's a spark and now there's fire. And what do we do with fire? Like, like this just constant imagining of what's next, what else is possible. It's like magic, this power that we have. And it's so wonderful and so creative and so, oh, just delightful, In so many respects, but because we exist in a world of polarity, there is always something to counterbalance, right? So as wonderful and creative and phenomenal as it is, it can also be really destructive. And we see that playing out in humanity right now, but we also see it in our own minds, this ability to question what if, this ability to say, if I go down this life path, then it will be the right or the wrong way. And if it's the wrong way, then there may have been another life path where all my dreams came true, where I was constantly in a space of safety and contentment and abundance. And we begin to imagine that we've made the wrong decision because we fantasize this parallel life that is void of problem, that is a dream, an imagining. It's not real. But we can connect to it like it is. And so when we are at these sorts of decision making places that and it goes beyond, should I leave my job? Right. Or should I go to England for Christmas? You know, these decisions, which is so easy for us to get worked up in. Oh, should I spend the money? And oh, should I take the risk? And oh, should I invest in that? investment scheme over there and oh should I what's this crypto thing and, oh, oh, oh like we get so fucking wound up about these really seemingly insignificant things things that could be changed things that aren't drastically going to change our lives if they do and do not work out but we really get caught up in them but then every now and then there's one that's really fucking justified like whether or not to have children because these are the things that cannot be reversed These are the things where there will come a certain time in, in our reproductive systems as women where we cannot reverse the decision. We cannot go back and say, oh, hang on, now I'm 54, maybe I do want a kid. And equally, once you've got them, you've got them. You can't send them back. And so the weight of these decisions feels much bigger. And so our imagination goes into absolute overdrive. We begin to fantasize, Lives that have never happened and will never happen. And it can be really hard to take stock of actually, like, where am I right now? Because our natural propensity is to predict how we might feel about something. Well, how will I feel when I'm 60? How will I feel when I'm 70? What happens when all my friends are having grandchildren and I'm not having grandchildren? You know, or what happens if I have a kid and I don't like the kid? What happens if I'm not a very good mother? What happens if I feel trapped? Uh, we're trying to make decisions based on experiences that we haven't even fucking had yet. So, no wonder we get ourselves into this like full pick-a-lily of fucked upness and we lie awake at night and we panic about making the wrong decision whilst not even making a decision. On top of that, let's be really fucking honest, society is loud, you know, the TikTok warriors are loud, our parents might be loud, they've got a vested interest, haven't they? You know, I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to, like, my mum will be so upset if I don't have children, like, it's your mum's life. And, you know, the, the noises of society are big and they are loud and we have been conditioned for thousands of years to believe that, A woman's only real value on the planet is her reproductive ability. And in marriage, children was just such a game of economics. And women have been commodified in that game. And now, thankfully, our generation, I'm 42, whatever generation that makes me, we have choice in the Western world. We can choose not to have children. We can make our own money. We can assert our independence. We can travel by ourselves. We are freer than we have ever been. Do I see that we've got a long way still to go? Yes. Am I speaking for every woman in the world? Clearly fucking not. But as a white Australian citizen, who is also a UK citizen, who has been born into relative privilege in an able body, I'm aware of all of my privilege here, I have more freedom than I've ever had. But it's so new, or it feels like my DNA doesn't quite know what to do with it. And society certainly hasn't worked out what to do with it yet. Society is still trying to work out what it means to have it all. And whilst it is proclaiming, yes, women can work and have children, the systems aren't really in place for us to feel supported to do that well, And the gender pay gap is still very real and, you know, things are still in real turmoil around choice for women. So whilst it's there theoretically, it's not quite there in practice. Let's be really fucking honest. So of course it is not a simple question to answer. So how do we go about answering? it? I mean, I, obviously, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life in any way, shape or form. But all I can do is share my experience. And I got to 38 and I realised... And I just always assumed I'd have children. I, you know, I, I see these women on TikTok who are like, I've never wanted children. I'm never going to have children. You know, it's like this sort of like pride of like this kind of like anti-maternalism. And that's awesome and it's great and if that's been your experience, I'm not belittling it but I don't know if it's always very helpful because it's so not my experience and I'm not us versus them in any way, shape or form. Like I said, my favorite people on the planet are mothers and I look at the work that they do and the effort that they go to and the self-sacrifice and I just think you are braver than I will ever be and I can see the growth that they go through, that I will never experience because of my choice not to have children. I came out the womb thinking, I'm a girl, I'm going to have kids. (laughs) Like I just, like it was conditioned into me from birth. I didn't have any representation growing up of women who did not have children apart from my Auntie Julie, who was one of those aunties who's not really blood related, but is just so close to your mum that she becomes your auntie. And you know, whenever we talked about Auntie Julie not having children, it was always with pity. It was always kind of whispered. It was always as if this she'd had this sort of big affliction of not being able to have children. Now I never spoke to Auntie Julie about it. Maybe she desperately wanted children and she couldn't, and that was really sad. But it only occurred to me in the last two or three years. Maybe she just didn't want them, (laughs) you know? Maybe she just didn't want them. I don't know. I never asked her. But I didn't, my, my point is, I didn't ever have anyone who was just showing up and not having children without the attached narrative of, you poor woman. So, of course, I just assumed I would have children. That didn't feel like there was any other option, but I didn't feel like I was being forced into having children. I just assumed I would grow up and I would have kids. And it took me a really long time to grow up. Um, I played out my 20s like most 20-year-olds of privilege get to do. I lived in London. I got drunk a lot. I slept around and thought it was fun, but in hindsight, it was just really sad I worked I spent all of the money that I earned I traveled a bit and I had loads of fun doing it and then my 30s were just I mean the first half of my 30s were dark dark times a waste of my life and I felt very much the victim of the reality that I had created for myself but it didn't feel like I'd created it for myself it felt like the universe had done it to me And so I didn't really grow up emotionally until I got into personal development. And I spent two or three years just finding myself and having conversations with myself and seeing myself. And a lot of that was really fucking unattractive, I can tell you. And, you know, healing takes time and integration takes time. And I got to 38 and I was like, oh, shit. I'm 38, I feel like I'm 23, but biologically I'm 38. So if I'm going to have children, I need to think about it and it needs to be a a conversation I have now. And I just objectively looked at my life and I had no money. My business was just starting to generate enough to be in profit and and it was a healthy profit, but it, it wasn't... Have a kid, healthy profit. I knew I still had so much learning to do about myself. And whilst having a child will absolutely teach you some lessons about yourself, it didn't feel like the kind of stuff that I wanted another person to have to carry the burden of. Like, I didn't want to learn my lessons through my children, not these lessons, not the lessons that I knew I still ne- really needed to integrate about my worth and about my value. You know, those are the sorts of lessons I would want to instill in my children. I wouldn't want my children to have to instill those into me. And I also knew that I didn't have the support system. I didn't have my friends and my friends are phenomenal, but I do not have any family here. They're all in the UK. You know, they're not in Queensland. They're not in New Zealand. They are in the UK it is as far on the other side of the world as you can get. And I wasn't in a committed relationship and and I didn't want to do it alone. I didn't want to freeze my eggs. I looked at the statistics behind egg freezing and it's very expensive, it's very intrusive and it has a very low success rate overall. And I thought, okay, my choice here then is to Try and get my shit together in the space of a year financially, emotionally, romantically and potentially even move back to England with a fledgling business or not have children. And then I, I asked myself, well, what would that look like? What could I make that look like? Because, of course, my imagination opens every single pathway to me. My imagination makes space for me to have as many realities as I want to generate for myself. Right? So I could sit there and be like, I'm not going to have children. I'm going to be lonely. I'm going to be the left one. I'm going to be left out. I'm going to regret it when I'm older. I'm going to be, you know people are gonna judge me, whatever. My imagination is free to have all of those experiences in my head. So my focus had to be what is the best case scenario for me that I am in control of for not having children. And I wrote it all down. Travel, I completely get behind my business and I can grow it into something that is beyond anything that I could currently imagine. I get to travel to and from the UK and keep my life here in Australia. I get to wake up on a Sunday morning and lie in bed for as long as I like. I get to go to the gym. I get to be in charge of my body, of my health. Like I just kept finding reasons why not having children could be something that would be really delightful. And then again, because nothing exists in its exclusivity everything has an alternative. There's a flip side to every single coin and where there is up, there will always be down. And so I asked myself, what would I be grieving? And what am I prepared to grieve by not having children? And I was like, I think I'd be a really fucking good mother. And I think it's sad. You know, when people are like, you'll never know love until you have children. I'm very fucking aware of that, Karen. You don't need to tell me that. I'm aware of what I'm missing out on. I'm not blindly pretending like not having children is the best decision for everyone. I don't even know if it's the best decision for me, but it's the decision I've made. And so it's the decision I'm committing to. There is so much to be said for making a decision, committing to it and making that decision work. And the way that we do that is we acknowledge what we are losing. We acknowledge what we are not picking up. We are acknowledging, I'm acknowledging the grief. Honestly, sometimes when my friends hold their newborns and they're like, do you want to cuddle? I'm like, yes. And I hold the weight of that baby in my arm and I smell that newborn smell. And there is a grief, guttural grief that rises up all the way up into my heart, into my throat. It's a sadness that I will never, ever hold my own baby. Do not think that because I have chosen to remain child-free that I do not grieve not having children. Life exists in polarity, and two things are true simultaneously all of the time. Now, my choice, and it is a choice, is to come back to, if I'm not going to have children, what do I need to do to make that the best fucking outcome I can make it? That means when there's an opportunity for me to travel, I say yes. It means that I spend a lot of my time building my business so that I can turn around at the end of this life and go, do you know what, I didn't have kids, but look what I fucking did do. Look what I did create. Look what I did birth. Look what I made happen in my life. If you decide not to have children, make that decision work. Don't decide not to have children and then just live a conventional life just without children in it because you will always feel lack. You will always feel the loss. You will always feel the space. There will always be a... uh, Something missing, if you are going to make the decision not to have children, fill the non child space with amazing things that you get to do because you don't have children. All right, and I'm not talking about like rubbing your friends who are mothers' faces in your decision, that's not what I'm saying. But like when I wake up on a Monday, on a Sunday morning, and it's just quiet in the house, and I'm not touched out. And I'm not exhausted, and I haven't been up 15 times in the night. I, li- I, I lie there and I think to myself, fuck, this is good, isn't it? <laughs> I might go and get a muffin. I might go and get a muffin, then I'm gonna go to yoga, and then I'm gonna mooch down Chapel Street and look in some shops and spend the money because the money is only for me. It, it, I don't, it's, I, I'm earning money just for me. Like, I, I'm, I don't take that for granted. I travel, I see friends a lot, I fill my life with richness, and that is how I can stand by my decision not to have children. Does that mean that sometimes my brain doesn't go, fuck, I wonder how it's going to feel when all your friends start having, like, grandchildren, or I wonder what it's going to feel like when you are really fucking old, Em, God willing. And you don't have children to look after you. Like, what is that going to be like? And then I think, do you know what? That's not my fucking problem right now. I can't live in problems that haven't happened yet. I can't make decisions today based on problems that have not happened yet. I have to make decisions based on what is my current reality at this particular moment in time. And honestly, from 38 to 42, I still feel the same I'm not in the financial position that I would want to be in to have children. I'm not in a partnership that would make me feel supported if I had children. I still live on the other side of the world from all of my family, and I don't think I could have children without their support. Like it, it, Still, all of the things. Still, all of the things. And so I keep coming back to, okay... Yeah, I'm still sure in my decision not to have children. It, it, it's not, whether it's circumstance or fate or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's not right for me right now. And therefore, it's not right for me. And what am I going to do with that? I am going to make the life that I have the most extraordinary that I can. So I hope that that has helped in some way. I'm not even sure if it has but I think whatever decision you make find a way to make it a peaceful one acknowledge that there will always be uh, your imagination and your imagination will always have the ability to paint pictures of what it could have been like and that the only way to counteract that is to make your current reality the very fucking best that you could make it so that when your imagination goes, oh, yeah, but it could have been better if, you can turn around and be like, are you joking? My current reality is fucking excellent, right? So that's just the choice that I have made and I continue to make that choice. I I continue to commit to the choice that I have made through intentionally making this path that I have chosen to travel the very very best that I can make it there's no right there's no wrong there's no parallel universe try as hard as you can not to use the word right decision or wrong decision because there is there's just a decision you are just going to make a choice and then it is up to you to make that choice work the very best that you can make it work all right that's all we've got time for today that was way longer than i expected it to be thank you for listening to my rambling if it has helped let me know if you would like to contribute to this conversation please let me know if there are any other aspects to child free living that you would like me to talk about including things like how do you handle other people's reaction to your choice to say child free that was something i thought we might speak about today but it hasn't come out of my mouth so maybe it's a podcast for another time anyway tell me what did you love what do you want to hear more of You can email me, infoemilychadbourne.com. You can DM me on the gram, M. Chadbourne. You can join my free Facebook community, How to Rock It in Your 40s. And as always, you can sign up to my Friday email where I share with you a blog a week. Oh, I'm worded out. I'm going to go and have a cup of tea. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. I really appreciate your listening. If you have loved this episode, please share the shit out of it. Tell all your mates. Go and whack it on your Insta stories and tag me, M Chadbourne. And wherever you are listening, if you could rate and review, I would very much appreciate it. You're a legend.